Welcome to Season 3 of Retrain Your Brain with me, Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. This series gives you 10 minutes on my couch while we use psychology to explain, predict and change behaviour so you can live your best life. coach, one of the most common things I say to my clients is, you can either find yourself or you can create yourself. And both of these still allow you to live your best life. When it comes to finding yourself, usually this happens through a process of reflection. You look at the people that you enjoy spending time with, the situations in which you're most energised, the circumstances where you feel that you can really express yourself to the best of your ability. I might also ask you to think about your values, what's meaningful to you, your life goals, things that were meaningful in the past, because those can give us an indication of the purpose that we might want to serve in life. I will also get you to practice a bit of gratitude, because what gratitude does is it allows us to look at what we have in our life right now. And then I'm going to ask you to look for patterns, because if you practice gratitude enough and you notice the same people or the same things or the same events popping up, there you've found exactly what it is you really enjoy. So just simply use those bits a little bit more. However, it's also possible to create yourself. Much like an actor, you can think about the type of person you want to be and you keep practicing those behaviors until they become habitual. It's just another way of affecting change. But whether it is you're finding you or you're creating you, I thought I'd give you six of my most powerful exercises to get to where you want to be. Number one is the vision board. This is where you create a collage, usually of images or statements of your ideal life, whatever it is, because this allows you to think about what you're focusing on achieving. By taking the time to find images to find thoughts or ideas or motivational quotes or whatever it is that you know you want in your life. Not only would the law of attraction say you'd be attracting them and being able to manifest them, but actually you're focused on them. This gives you a goal to work towards. And as I've said in previous podcasts, when we prime our mind to notice certain things, we're more likely to see them. If we're primed to notice opportunities in a particular field, because that's where we want to go, chances are more will appear. Number two is the time machine. Now this can be used in addition to or as an alternative to the vision board. Here, it's a little visualization. I'd like you to look into the future and see yourself living your ideal life. If you have been doing the vision board, these images will come a little bit more easily to you. But be very clear on what that life looks like. Who is in that picture you're painting? Where are you? What are you doing? All of those things. The more detail, the better. Then allow the future you to come back and give the current you a few pieces of advice. Let them tell you, what did they do in order to get there? What is the first step? And then start doing it. The reflective element is so important because the DILTS model of change says that we can change in a number of different ways. And it starts at the top with beliefs and values about our identity. And it feeds down through uh, changing our 
behaviours, changing our environment and so on. But if we start with the bottom, such as changing our environment, so if we want to lose weight, we go to the gym, we change our environment. Yes, our behaviours in turn may change, so you can work up the hierarchy, but anything that we change at a bottom level won't actually affect anything at the top. So where the real change takes place, which is why we do these visualizations, which is why we do these exercises and reflections, is right at the top as we change our beliefs. But let's take a practical example here. Let's take the time machine. You see yourself as someone who is living their best life as always on the go, always going to high profile events, maybe driving a fast car, living in a lovely house, wearing the best fashions, whatever it might be. That person needs to be earning a certain amount of money. That person needs to be probably putting in a certain amount of effort. That person needs to be a certain type of person. They need to be the type of person who perhaps gets up at six o'clock in the morning and goes for a run so they're refreshed and ready to work hard during the day. That person, if they see themselves as living a wonderful family life, maybe needs to be the sort of person who will always make time to have dinner with their children. How we see ourselves in our best life gives us an indication of the things we need to start making space for right now. Exercise number three is know the bottom line. Now this means what is it you do need to survive because if you are going to make any changes, if you are suddenly going to get up at 6am to go for a run, if you actually need eight hours sleep to function appropriately, then unfortunately that 6am run may not be right for you unless you go to sleep eight hours beforehand. If you want to change your job because you feel that a less pressured environment would make you happier, also great, but be aware of what your bottom line of finances are. If you know what it is you need to survive, then it's possible to make those changes knowing that you won't put yourself in extra pressure. Because the problem is, once we put extra pressure on ourselves, that fear and that anxiety can cause us to rush into decisions that don't suit us, that maybe are ineffective for us, and that maybe we will then have to undo at a later point. So far, the three things I've mentioned are very specific. It is about taking the ideas out of our head and making them tangible. Unless we know what it is we want clearly and specifically, it's really difficult to reach for it. It doesn't matter if what it is we want changes, but we need to start somewhere. So really start forming those images in your mind of what it is you want, what it is that makes your best life and what it is you cannot do without. Exercise number four, reflect, which allows you to look for the root. So I generally ask my clients to keep a reflective journal. Now, this journal may just consist of questions for themselves. Why did I behave in that way with maybe a short description of what happened? It doesn't need to be neat. It doesn't need to be beautiful. No one needs to check it apart from you. But what this allows you to do is it allows you to think about things that have happened and work out what you can learn from them. And it's not necessarily learning in order to make any changes or put anything back to how it was before, but simply learning about ourselves. 
if we got stressed because we took on so much work, rather than worrying about all of the fallout of what happened, we want to think about why did we take on so much work in the first place? Why did we put so much extra pressure on ourselves? What were we seeking for at that time? Being able to answer that question will actually help us manage the taking on too much in the future. Related to that is to be able to recognize your anxiety triggers and that is exercise number five. So in this reflective diary, you may also want to write down when you're likely to be stressed or when you're likely to be emotional or when you're likely to make decisions that are not helpful for you. If you can recognize when you're emotionally unbalanced, you will be able to do something about it. And the ways you can deal with it are really easy. Instead of wallowing in self-pity, maybe your simple solution is to watch a positive TED talk or listen to a podcast that you really enjoy. Anything that breaks that state of negativity just so that you can rebalance and be able to address the situation with a clear mind. And finally, point number six. Make sure you conduct a health audit once in a while. And this includes your physical health, your social health and your financial health. The reason why you need to look at these other elements are these are part of your psychology. These are part of your thought process. And also, if they are not being sustained, it doesn't help your mental state. So when it comes to physical health, be aware of your eating and sleeping patterns and how regular you are with them. Deal with any physical complaints such as backache or whatever pains you may have. If it's an ache now, don't let it get any worse. Because the whole problem is, if it is our physical health that goes, then we are actually beholden to other people to make us better. Social health is important because you will need supportive and energising people around you. So make sure your life is full of those who stoke up your fire, fan your flames rather than pour water and dampen them. And your financial health is a little bit like the bottom line. It's really important to know how much you have because also if you need a little bit of a treat sometimes as a boost, you can do it without worrying you're going to send yourself into debt. So keep an eye on your income and your outgoings. Sometimes you might even use a tracker for all of those. So in summary, when it comes to living your ideal life, then make sure you know what that ideal life looks like and what it feels like. Know the sort of person not only that you will appear to be, but actually that you are. Know the values that that person is going to live up to. Know the purposes that get them out of bed in the morning. Know what makes them truly happy. The next thing, know what is going to derail you and have a way of rebalancing that emotion. So keep a reflective journal and just use it to note down patterns. And finally, keep an eye on your physical, social and financial health. The little external things which all contribute to ensuring that your best life is really as good as it can be. And that's all we have time for, so hop over to my website www.draudreyt.com for more development articles and practical tips. Or check out my YouTube channels, Dr. Audrey Tang and The Wellness League for my masterclasses. And follow me on Twitter, Instagram and IGTV at Dr. Audrey T. 